0: And welcome to another episode of the Wise Men Wrestling Podcast. We'd be remiss if we didn't uh, pay our respects to Silver King. Rest in peace. That 10-bell salute was uh, to an absolute legend. Yep, Silver King um, gone way too soon, but
1: it seems to be the trend with a lot of wrestlers, unfortunately. Um, He passes away at 51, Um, famous for being a luchador, mostly in triple-A he did do some stuff with WCW, some stuff with WWE way back in the day. Um, he was a
0: co-star with, for Jack Black and Nacho Libre. He was the great Ramses. <laughs> and, and the man was uh, an imposing force in it, but uh, he had fun doing it. And uh, one, of the, one of the best to ever wear the lucha mask, for sure. So a couple of takeaways from
1: um, the event um, that when she, she passed away. And um, the video is actually still available. Like, most people have the videos, up, I can't bring myself to actually watch it.
0: But I've heard, you know, saying a lot of different things about it. Um, Initially, when I saw the video, and it's like, you know, you watch those Instagram pages that we follow with the the wrestling guys. Right. And one of them posted it and caught some backlash. I thought it was unnecessary because at at the initial part of it, he got kicked in the neck. And it looked like, oh, maybe he knocked him out. Right. And then the ref wasn't paying attention too much. And then the, the his opponent rec- quickly recognized that this dude was just lifeless. Yeah, well, his opponent was um, actually Huben Guerrero. Yeah. You remember him
1: from back in the Luchador days from, from WCW. Um, yeah. They're saying that um, some people kind of watched the video and calculated from the time where it looks like there was an issue. He, he initially collapsed. Uh, three and a half minutes passed before and, anybody even thought to. And it's a lifetime when it comes to cardiac arrest. Man. Yeah. So you never know if that could have made a difference. Um, it really does kind of raise the question in terms of um, the responsibilities of a of a referee. You know, I, this is one thing I've I've actually been ignorant about pretty much the whole time being you know a fan mm-hmm. of wrestling. Um, in terms of what their role is, so I've been really learning more and more about you know say what their role is. You know, kind of be like a player, coach, kind of calling things. You know, saying from a you know saying from an earpiece. You know, what I'm saying I know, like part of their job is to make sure everything is okay when certain bumps are taken. They're checking in with, with the seat, everything is okay. You know, so you'll often see the, uh, the referees
0: throw up the X when we know that something yeah. is, is wrong for real. I think it's a universal for us. Yeah, we've seen that. I think the most recent X that we saw was for Asuka during that live event. Yes, when she got messed up on her with a neck injury, but luckily for her, she was able to get
1: out unscathed oh uh, but there's been a lot of people kind of asking questions they don't really know like is there some sort of like medical training or cpr training that goes with
0: being a referee because it seems like that'd be a <clears throat> great idea of style. you know what that's something I'll, I'll go ahead and research as we go through uh today's and this weekend's notes because that actually is raises an interesting question because yeah. i would think that in the same way you know yeah, I would I would think so. I mean, right, while we're kind of
1: in, st- we're still in this realm of, of discussing, like, wrestlers' health and well-being inside of the ring, you know, saying insurance and things of that nature, um, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate when something like this happens. But at the same time, it's like, do they really know or really recognize? I mean, over the past two years, people have kind of been pretty super. We just had a ref who broke a leg. Yeah. Inside and he,
0: the he actually ring. Finished, he the,
1: finished the match. The match. But, but we hear about those stories all the time, like Triple H you know what saying, the last time he was in the ring, he got injured and he finished his match, and you know, you always hear about these things being super, and then if you actually go back and look at um, the other luchador that died a few years ago um, in AAA, uh, I can't, remember, I can't remember his name, but you know, this is the one that people were kind of getting on um, uh, Rey Mysterio's uh, case for you know maybe being you know part of the reason why this guy passed away. Was playing.
0: that the the of Ohio Jr.? I think so. But that was like in two thousand fifteen. Uh, it was a freak accident during the match. Yeah, well, he he yeah. he took a he took a six point nine, which is not a strong move at all. No, I and mean most of it's supported by, you know, it, it's it's a true strength of uh, gymnastics, <laughs> right? So, um, from a very very small guy, and you know.
1: Yeah, if, if if Ray had anything to do with, you know, to him pass away, it really, it really sure is a freak accident because there's, there's no other way. He looked like he saw that move just like anybody else would sell that move. So you know, so I can understand why it may have took them a while for them to realize that you know there was something wrong with him, something right wasn't there, because he just looked like he was just taking a bump. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess I haven't seen the footage of, of Silver King myself, so I can't really make the judge of that. But I know a lot of people have been calling him out. For not really being attentive to him, they said it was fairly obvious that, you know, something was wrong and he was passed out,
0: but nobody went to go see about him. But that's every—I mean, you're going to have differing opinions, just like everybody wants to play Monday morning quarterback on issues when they see something. Right. Stuff like that, so, I mean, unfortunately, there are even the most professional of them, you know, like we saw the other day, Saturday. With uh, the UFC main match between the women, yeah. it took the ref a, a few seconds, and her neck snapped the other way. She's yeah. very lucky that she was. She's not. We're not talking about the recently deceased former UFC right. champion. Yeah, was was really right. That. That. You never know what could happen. You know. This
1: is why you know they make the big bucks supposedly because they're in the. And everybody taking a risk. And, you know, kids, don't try this at home because you
0: don't know. So what I am hearing is that, or reading uh, from an article from the U.K., and this was the secrets behind a a WWE referee. They all are first aid trained to give out care if a wrestler is hurt or in a life-threatening situation. It it makes perfect sense. But this is just, I don't know how it is for the other brands. Exactly. For the lesser, for the indies, if they just have a first aid card, because I know... I mean, hell, I mean, I'm in the hospitality, but we're all emergency responders, so we're trained in, like, almost everything. So, right. Right. Yeah, and if it's horrific accident, they do the X to make sure that the, to cue, uh, to dim the lights, which is what happened during the Owen Hart situation. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it sucks. It really sucks. It's yeah. unfortunate, and
1: like I said, once again, another wrestler gone way too soon way too young way too young you know
0: we don't know what else could have contributed to that but you know this is, seems to be a trend yeah. so thoughts and prayers go out to his family and all of his uh, his close fans as yeah. well too and it's definitely a loss for the wrestling community yeah it definitely is but that with that being said we'll go ahead and continue with the news um, first things first we talked about it last week and we said we were going to limit the amount of WWE news I have two stories for WWE and that's it but we're going to wait for those later <laughs> <clears throat> First thing that stood out was Killer Cross has requested his immediate release from Impact Wrestling as it related to creative and pay. Story from Impact side is that Cross agreed to a deal last year, which when he was a relatively unknown talent on a national level, and agreed to the terms, but then he restructured it and uh, countered with a three-year deal for him. But he wants a guaranteed deal with base salary. Uh, They have no plans on releasing him because he, sign, he signed and agreed to these terms mm-hmm. before he started making it known that he wants his release. And by that time, he's already mid-30s, thirty, late 30s. So yeah, he might as well just wrestle. Yeah, Cross is a great wrestler. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's... This isn't a situation like um, anybody else from WWE this asking for their immediate release. They, they have no incentive on letting him go. <laughs> he can stay home and collect the check if he wants. Yeah, <clears throat> which would be unfortunate either way. Yeah. Uh, two new matches announced for Double or Nothing, which is coming up in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Uh, Sixth tag team woman match between Asia Kong, Yuka Sakasaki. Uh-huh. I think I got that right. And Emi Sakura versus Barack Shida, Ryo Abe, and... Real, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Read it. Take a look at their uh, warm, updated. Warm, warm women, which is a, which is a good job. Absolutely,
1: the original card, well, as it stood before um, this news broke. It was yeah, just the, yeah when, the singles match. The, the we triple, triple threat, threat match. Yeah, it was only one other match. We're gonna get into like. Dile
0: rolls and. We're yeah, gonna we'll get, get,
1: get into, into the E. The w.
0: stuff later in a different uh, segment, but that's good news. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they did say they were gonna get wrestlers. They were gonna have a lot of women wrestlers, so it's good to see them following following up yeah, with follow that. Following suit on that, yeah, definitely. Also, the big uh, the best friends will be in tag team action against the newly signed Angelico and Jack Evans. I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that for so many reasons. I know on the
1: um on, on the be in the being the elite series, <laughs> yeah. you know they kind of play played it off as the best friends. We're really that happy about being in the part of the battle royal and um I think and Helico's rollout was like perfect. Um, people who may know about Angelico Helico and Jack Evans may know them as rivals on Lucha Underground but on the Indies they're actually they actually work as a tag team. Oh. And they're actually really entertaining as well. It's
0: it's gonna be dope. <clears throat> I know we were talking about and um, we just had this conversation offline but we're like I'm not really interested in watching Money in the Bank on Sunday. I mean, next week is yeah double or nothing. So I'll I'll finally give some other promotion <laughs> my time on a Sunday. I'm gonna be reclaiming my time. Thank you very much. Uh, MLW announces in uh, weird Avengers type fashion that Austin Aries has been signed. So yeah, this is
1: this is like it's Austin Aries, a talented uh, performer, absolutely. But yeah, I'm still surprised that somebody decided to give him a job.
0: There has to be some sort of humbleness kind of attached to this. We'll see. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll Time see. will tell. Yeah. He totally used a uh, end game. No, don't worry. This is a spoiler free zone. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it by now, and it's what it's May thirteenth. Shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. I'll even give you a bootleg link. It works. <laughs> it's fantastic. I was watching it last night. Uh, P C O recently talked on Busted Open Radio and cemented the value of t- storytelling wrestling. Mm-hmm. His quote was: "I think the big thing about this business is living with the changes." with the evolution in the business a lot of things are changing in this business and one thing that will never change is the ability to tell a story that is one thing that will never change yeah he's absolutely right he's absolutely right 125% how many times have we sat here and complained about the storytelling
1: that's going on currently well, I mean, well, why is he exactly talking about storytelling right now because there's something happening something not happening right now in the main product mm-hmm. and something that we hoped was going to be happening in AEW we'll discuss that later as well absolutely but, um, yeah storytelling you know, Sean brought this to us about a month ago. Like, what's really important? You know,
0: story or or a great match. You kind of those I things kind of go kind of hand in hand. We said hand in hand, but uh, I think more recently we can sit there and say, "Fucking give us any type of story." Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. wild card bullshit and these these contract signings and all this joke. It's whatever. What do you got for us? Um, that's pretty
1: much it. That was that was all I was kind of adding to the news. Was just mainly talking about Silver King. They us to run out of that. Uh, everything else I have is for the AEW
0: second So cool. So I did promise the WWE news at the end of it. So yeah. Euch's <clears throat> developer of WWE Two K games will apparently be working on an additional rival wrestling game. I am sn- quietly hoping that this is an updated version of that and the New Japan game. That Fire, was so that the Fire... Oh, the Fire Pro? The Fire Pro. With 2K graphics. Because I would go fucking nuts. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, it, it, that game was cool and it, shit, it still retails for about like 70 bucks. But, yeah, it does. Um, you give me those graphics, instead of like the Wrestlemania Super Nintendo graphics, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. Because <laughs> there's going to be better stuff to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's interesting that they will staff a, a brand new team at, at creating its own wrestling game so that it will be the only internal competition for WWE well see this is the thing that I like about this this
1: is this is kind of art imitating life of life entertaining art in a sense like we see this problem that's that we're having with the WWE a lot of people are still saying that you know it's because of the lack of competition and at the same time you know people are not really been pleased with the WWE 2K series no um, as of late, yeah. and so they decide. Oh, we're gonna create some competition inside, In,
0: inside to, to motivate st- these guys to stay on top of their game. And you know what? As an actual sponsor and stuff like that, if you see that the you know that the line is red right now when it comes to WWE, uh, interest is waning, ratings are falling. Why wouldn't you hold the company that uh, you're that's paying? You know, you're paying million or they Paying out As a sponsor Why wouldn't you Hold them accountable Yeah You're
1: absolutely right I don't I, if it's, a, it's the same reason Why
0: I feel like You know I'm saying Fox is not gonna be quiet No And, and they're not I gonna really be think not. They're gonna be Supremely vocal about it Which leads us Into the next thing mm-hmm. And you, you Text us earlier Which was funny as hell about do we think Jesus that Smackdown Live has, will remain two hours and I said my notes say yeah praise Jesus yeah yeah unless it's a, and there's a reason why and I was reading uh, the article unless it's a major sporting event or the NFL Fox programming can only run from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern because local affiliates take over at 10 p.m. Eastern on local, for local programs however the option for a third hour is still alive and possible to air to Fox Sports 1 which is exactly what they do when it comes to the USC prelims. Yeah. They'll put them on Fox and then, say, go to Fox Sports 1 for the undercard, and then, then you go to the pre—well, uh, that was before uh, ESPN took over. Right. But now—and they used to do that transition to the pay-per-view. Now they're going to do kind of the same. No word whether it's going to be live on the West Coast or it's a tape delay, so that's West Coast fucking problem. Right. <laughs> But the first ex- episode we were talking about is expected to be a loaded show with a ton of top names from both brands, which is why I think they kind of introduced this bullshit wild, the wild card. The yeah. Yeah. So, but interesting. Interesting tidbit about this. huh. WWE will also be adding a studio show on Tuesday nights on Fox Sports 1. Hmm. What else just got announced <laughs> for Tuesday nights? You think a studio show is going to stop that? No. You think studio is gonna a studio show is going to stop the momentum after next Sunday when they put on one of the best cards, we hope, in a long time? Right. We don't even have to mention the hashtag AEW effect. <laughs> we already know what's in place. You're making moves to try to... No, it's still not going to save the product. No. You've got, you've got literally T minus what? Three, four months, three and a half months now, counting, to get your shit right. Yeah,
1: we'll see how this goes. I, 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 if, if, I kind of feel like Fox is gonna move that anyway. I think they're gonna do it right now, just to kind of accommodate the schedule that they're working right now. But it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna work in that slot. And I'm not. And just not because of the competition. Because if you really want to do something different, what you really want to do is you want to separate yourself from the raw.
0: Yeah. As much as possible. Yeah, no, because if if you're going to be in SmackDown, why not do something like a... Your third hour doesn't necessarily have to be that. You can do, like, the pay-per-views of how they do at the end of the night. It doesn't have to be a third hour of wrestling that we know is going to be either really good or really shitty. Right. Because we see it every Monday night. Why not do the live studio show afterwards? Interview them further further push your storylines on Smackdown you mean like introduce sh- these you programs. mean like, like a show called Talking Smack oh
1: my <laughs> something bring that it was back. something that was working that was very entertaining that yeah just you just can bring it away.
0: why not you can bring it back Fox Sports 1 is going to give you a big now you, now you up your streams you can re-pro- probably get the rights to rebroadcast those on the WWE network if you're yeah. going to rebrand your product it makes complete sense to me yeah I mean, just, you know, you know where to send the check. We're in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's pretty much it for news. I mean, I wasn't really, I was kind of busy this weekend. My hotel was in.
1: I don't think today was a big news no. day anyway. It was a big gossip week.
0: But Totally. And then I'm not, we're not going to pay any attention to the WWE reposting Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Congratulations matting, to those guys. But I mean, we would like to introduce a new segment, Okay. which is the superstar of the week where we give mad props to the superstar who shines the most. And it doesn't have to be from WWE. It can be from everyone. But for God's sakes, you can't spell WWE without a big E. Without a big (laughs) fat (laughs) E. That man has been on fire on social media ever since he got his injury. And his shots to Mama Lynch. It's perfection. Man. That man gets
1: it. I'm still kind of speechless. It's still... Just amazing how far they're taking this. Oh, oh it's terrible. so busted up on radio. They've actually, like, passed the sexual to- the the chocolate sexual torch chocolate
0: torch. <laughs> over to Big Eve. Well-deserving. And, uh, he was so, and his voice, he was even deeper than he <laughs> <was>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Becky played into it, especially with the comment about uh, just put some pedals on him and ride him. He was like, oh, she trying to ride him. <laughs> <laughs> it had me dying laughing, but I mean. No, I've seen another tweet that she
1: put out. She, she, she said something you know, related to what she's doing, and she, like, misspelled something, she forgot an E, (laughs) and, like, somebody called her, I was like, you know, there's an E in that word, and
0: she was just like, after the week I've had, I'm (laughs) I'm leaving the E out. (laughs) Yeah, so, we'll make sure that we mention it, whether it's through a match, or social media, or anything, even if it's uh, something good will nature, uh, you know, like charity work, or anything like that, we'll make sure we call them out and give them the proper respect, and proper deuce, but Big E, man. And, and don't and don't at us for how many times Omega Kenny Omega's probably going to make
1: this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> list. Don't even start. And
0: the Kenny don't Omega even. marathon. We might just have a separate segment for the <laughs> Kenny Omega hour. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But uh, yeah, that's this week's news, and we'll get to the next segment. Uh, this has been Ray and Sean. Oh, excuse me, Ray and Rod because Sean's allegedly still on his way from work. Absolutely good. But we always hold it down, no matter what. And his food is being—it's still in the oven. Yeah, okay. We, we hooked him up. <laughs> Shout out to Chef Claire. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening to us. If you follow us on social media, make sure you follow us on Twitter. at We are the Wiseman and Instagram at Wiseman Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Rod will hook you with the details on where to find us. We are also not only on Audio Mac, but we're also on iTunes
1: and Spotify. Couple more, couple more places. I'm still working on coming soon.
0: And then we're we're working on some big things. We're getting rapidly closing. We're, we feel like we're finding our groove with these uh, with these podcasts now. It seems a little seamless now when we're coming to this. So we're gonna start doing some live it's, things. And actually since we upload these things separately, this is this is number forty right here. Forty. This is the big four O. You know, we were talking about this, and we've been talking about starting a podcast. What, a couple of years now? Yeah. And we always had something to say, and now we're forty episodes deep. It's crazy. So when we're when we're like further down the line,
1: just remember we told you just be consistent. <laughs> just put out content; it's gonna
0: work. Yeah, and and <laughs> we thank you to all the fans, thank you to all the new followers, on all the social media. We're starting to see a lot more um, interaction, so we appreciate all of you. And uh, I know there's a lot of people that's listen to us that actually <laughs> don't watch wrestling at all. Yeah, and that, we appreciate that, and we try to be open with that. And that's also some coming. Something coming down the pipeline too as we get rapidly uh, approach our goals on you know episodes that we decided to record and meet up with we we are gonna give you those other podcasts that we keep. Oh easy. yeah, we, yeah, we keep we keep on putting them in the bag. I got man. one burning about baseball. I'm just ready to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, thank you for listening, and I'll, hopefully you enjoy this segment. And uh, next segment is coming shortly.